0: Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm Melanie Zanona, CNN Capitol Hill reporter, in for David Chalian. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, February 4th. The Republican National Committee made it known to the rest of its members today to either fall in line or prepare to be primaried. The RNC voted today to formally censure GOP Representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming and Adam Kinzinger of Illinois for their involvement with the January 6th Select Committee. The RNC's resolution says it censured Cheney and Kinzinger for, quote, "...participating in a Democrat-led persecution of ordinary citizens engaged in legitimate political discourse." The Republican National Committee is attempting to explain the legitimate political discourse line, issuing a new statement to CNN from RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel that draws a distinction between those who did not commit violence and those who did. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger crossed the line, McDaniel said. They chose to join Nancy Pelosi in a Democrat-led persecution of ordinary citizens who engaged in legitimate political discourse that had nothing to do with violence at the Capitol. Those final words are the key difference that had nothing to do with the violence at the Capitol. Those words, of course, were not in the resolution adopted today. Now, the RNC's Resolution Committee actually had a resolution that originally called for the expulsion of Cheney and Kinzinger from the House Republican Conference, but they decided it was too much and watered the language down to a censure. This move is still unprecedented. It marks the first time the National Party has rebuked an incumbent congressional Republican. But remember, all of this is symbolic. The RNC doesn't actually have the authority to kick people out of Congress, and the censure wouldn't really do anything either. So why did the RNC even bother with this? Well, it allows the RNC to take a public stand against the two representatives and send a message. Namely, it helps to get in Trump's good graces. Another key reason for the unprecedented move to censure Cheney and Kinzinger, the Wyoming primaries are coming up, and Cheney is seeking a fourth term in the House. In September, Trump-backed attorney Harriet Hageman for the GOP nomination in Wyoming. Cheney's opponent. This move to censure Cheney now allows the RNC to back a primary challenger to Cheney. It won't be easy for Hageman, though. Cheney has ties to a powerful political dynasty and has excelled in the money race, bringing in a record-breaking $2 million last quarter, compared to Hageman's $443,000. And this also comes as conservative hardliners in the party want GOP leaders to put their weight behind a primary challenger who can oust Cheney. This has obviously put Republican leaders in an awkward spot as they try to avoid intra-party battles. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has already got his hands full with calming down the calls to expel Cheney and Kinsinger from the GOP conference. He's argued it's an unnecessary distraction at a time when Republicans are poised to win back the House. And McCarthy has also privately reasoned to members that Kinzinger's retiring. So why even go there? Of course, the big question is, would GOP leaders like McCarthy actually put their weight behind a Cheney challenger? House leaders have a long-standing policy of staying neutral in primaries because it's a big risk if they end up throwing their weight behind a losing candidate. They'd also prefer to spend resources being Democrats, not one of their own members. So supporting a Cheney challenger would be messy. It would prompt internal turmoil, and it would distract from their efforts to win back the majority. But at the same time, McCarthy staying quiet could be just as messy and problematic. Namely, McCarthy could incur the wrath of Trump and his allies, who will be a crucial voting bloc in his potential bid for Speaker. Here's Trump ally Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, I'm actually more interested in the long game. I think the plan I'm most
0: invested in is making sure she loses and she can never come back.
1: But earlier today, McCarthy repeatedly refused to answer any questions when asked about whether he would get behind Harriet Hageman. So, how are the two Republicans responding to this? They both responded to the censure talk yesterday. Cheney told me, If the price of being willing to tell the truth and get to the bottom of what happened on January 6th and make sure that those who are responsible are held accountable is a censure, then I am absolutely going to continue to stand up for what I know is right. Here's what Cheney told me yesterday.
0: I think that it is a, um,
1: a sad day for the party of Lincoln that that's where we are. And Kinsinger said, I've been a member of the Republican Party long before Donald Trump entered the field. Rather than focus their efforts on how to help the American people, my fellow Republicans have chosen to censure two lifelong members of their party. My efforts will continue to be focused on standing up for the truth and working to fight the political matrix that's led us to this point. Cheney and Kinsinger have both played active roles in the House probe of the former President Donald Trump's activities before and during the riots at the U.S. Capitol last January. Their status as the lone Republicans on the panel has made fellow GOP lawmakers and party officials angry. The move to rebuke the two representatives also comes after Trump blasted the January 6th committee in a series of statements Thursday morning. One Republican that isn't very happy about this censure is Senator Mitt Romney. He said in a tweet yesterday, quote, Shame falls on a party that would censure persons of conscience who seek truth in the face of vitriol. Romney is headlining a March fundraiser for Cheney, according to an invitation provided to CNN. Among those serving as hosts for the event are prominent Bush-era figures, such as Scooter Libby and Michael Chertoff, as well as her father, the former vice president, Dick Cheney. However, the money dynamic could change as election season heats up, especially now that the RNC has the ability to get involved. Hagman is also listed on the agenda for a fundraiser in Florida later this month benefiting a pro-Trump super PAC, and Trump has made Cheney the top focus of his revenge campaign against the House Republicans who voted to impeach him. So we'll see who wins this inter-party battle. Remember when Trump said his political appeal to voters was his outsider status? Well, one could argue the roles are reversed. Trump, with his GOP behind him, could be considered the establishment. And Cheney is the underdog. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Melanie Zanona, and thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohamed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.
0: Introducing ADT Self-Setup, featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cams. It can be easily installed at your convenience and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time, and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP.